Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host for today, Randy Angston, joined by Mr. Zach Columbia. All right. Have you ever been to Columbia? No. <laughs> Spelled spell differently. Which yeah, one? But, Which yeah. one? The country? The... Uh, no, it's it's uh, it's come up because a couple of people that we've worked with lately, um, one of them's in, in the event space. Tim and I were talking to after uh, we went to Ben's event, and he was talking, helping us a little bit line out uh, our next Grow Summit for Chicago. Uh, he was in Columbia. And uh, so he's like, he loves it. So he's been there for a while. Says, you guys got to come visit. It's like the... The digital entrepreneurial nomad like capital of the world right now. He said it just, I mean, everything from, you know, the location, the beauty of it all, like the food, the cost, like he's just absolutely raped. Like he was trying to sell us and go in there. So I should move but, there and yeah. you know, <laughs> really throw everyone off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody would believe me. I'd be yeah. like, I'm Zach yeah. Columbia. They'd be like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, oh, is this yours? <laughs> <laughs> All right, for, uh, we've got a really good episode for you guys today. Um, something that's extremely applicable. Uh, we've gone through it here at this facility. Uh, you've gone through it in yours. and uh, Hopefully. Well, well, hopefully you've gotten to the other side of it, yeah. But, um, you know, after so long, you know, you've got a team of people. You've got a team working for you, with you. And uh, sometimes, you know, just after so long, routine sets in. Comfort sets in. Things start to happen. Um you know, uh, staff isn't as diligent about checking every one of the boxes that, you know, are on their, their roles and responsibilities and things like Let's that. Let's just so, call it what it is. The team gets lazy. Boom. All right. Zach, <laughs> Zach, can, Zach can throw them under the bus. It's, uh, but uh, we're going to go into, we're going to give some specifics on kind of, uh, uh, you know, maybe a, a situation, how it, how it occurred here, kind of give you guys some, um, a game plan for kind of navigating uh, you know, if you find yourself in that same position, how to go about, you know, having the conversation with the team, having uh, having to reel the team in, if you may. Uh, and it could be something that's scary, right? You, you know, you might, you you as the business owner don't want to ruffle feathers, you don't want to watch, you know, we all know how difficult it is to have good qualified trainers right now and, and find good team members. And uh, the last thing you want to do is do something that, you know, rocks the boat and you end up losing you know, staff. So we're going to get into that. And uh, Zach's going to have some, you know, specifics on how we've gone about it here at Legacy. Yeah. Well, I think we're such, our, our business really is so energy dependent. Sure. And, and so like your clients are coming into the gym and they're interacting with the team, the staff, the coaches, right? Daily. And so, you want kind of this, I guess this, this baseline of energy mm -hmm. that's just like positive, that's felt consistently, like when your clients come into the gym, you want to avoid these like peaks and valleys, right? Because the clients feel that they pick up on that. Absolutely. And so a major challenge in managing humans, 
right, is is creating a you know creating less variation in that energy. There Always having it be not too high because you can't match that every single day, but definitely not too low and not wavy, right? Oh, yeah. You just want it to be consistent, good energy in your facility. The Icarus. <laughs> so that it doesn't so that it doesn't negatively impact the clients and so the clients don't pick up on that, right? There you go. But you're dealing with humans. So coaches are gonna get lazy. They're they're gonna forget to do things. They're going to you know, make a mistake. They're they're gonna need correction, course correction. Sometimes life happens, right? Sometimes life you happens. Know, things outside of the business that just it's impacting that individual enough to where it's it's difficult for them to wash it at the door, type of thing. Yeah, they, they yeah exactly. They can't check it at the door, yeah. and so it, it it comes in. Um, but a, a major challenge of a manager, director, gym owner is being able to do a course correction without negatively impacting the energy and the morale of the team. There you go. Right? Yeah. So that it doesn't trickle down to then the clients. Yeah. The last thing you want them is turning around and even expressing it or or just that energy shift to, you know, to the clients. Yeah, well and and then and then, you know, it, over the last 4 years it's devastating if one of your coaches leaves mm -hmm. because it's been so hard to replace a coach. And it's not like there's just this giant, you know, ocean of, of coaches to select from, um, especially not good ones. And so that's the, this other thing is like, oh, am I just as a gym owner or, or manager, am I just going to let that go? Am I just going to let that slide in fear of, pushing a coach out the door right mm -hmm. especially because this generation let's face it like there's some challenges with this generation you could bring something up to you it's no big deal and then all of a sudden this coach is like peace out yeah. you know like yeah. you offended me and i can't work here anymore and then that's tough because i mean obviously we oops, excuse me we all know that you know we've all seen the gym owners many of you guys have experienced your, yourself Nobody wants to be handcuffed by their staff, you know, and the yeah. training staff. And, and quite often, I think that gym owners do feel that because the importance of that that position in the business, right? The trainer is, is a pivotal role in the business. And if, if you do end up ruffling feathers and they do end up choosing to leave, are you back on the training floor? Does it, you know? Major are, concern. There's a, there's a lot of variable that come with that, you know, possibility. And so... Quite often we find in, instead of doing something, they do nothing. Yeah. And obviously that's just, that's kicking the can down the road and it's, it's kind of snowball effect. I mean, you're going to have a bigger problem eventually, Yeah, you know, when, when everything does come to head. So how do you go about it? How do you address it? So, yeah. So I think, let me just kind of give you guys like a little story sure. that happened recently. Um, one of our coaches is taking some, some tests, some classes to get into physical therapy school. Okay. And um, they're fast track classes, and she failed her final. Oh, okay. So I'm an empathetic person, right? I can. I'm like, okay, you know, she's got she got a lot going on. That's heavy, right? She yeah. had to retake yeah. the, the class, all of that. And so, she, our coaches are responsible at the end of their shift for texting three clients, and then they drop it into our team chat the three clients that they text. So if somebody forgets 
one of the coaches is going to remember, drop it in the text, and then everybody remembers and they send the text, sure. right? So over the course of a month, text messages from her kind of got inconsistent, right? Like some days she was doing it, some days she wasn't doing it. And I'm like, okay, I know she's got a lot going on. I'll just remind her, hey, you know, make sure you're make sure you're doing these texts, right? Um, and then all of a sudden, like a week goes by and there's no text messages after I've already reminded her two or three times, right? Mm-hmm. And just like side note, I know I've I I know I've heard Rick Mayo say this. I think I've heard John Farkas say this. It's like your job is just to be the chief reminding officer, <laughs> right? If you're in a leadership role, it's like you can you can cr- identify a problem, come up with the solution, your team's executing on it, and then they'll stop doing the solution. And it's like you're just constantly in this loop. Especially just, when it works. <laughs> especially when it works, you stop doing it, right? So, so you're just like, just make that, build that into your management, your leadership style of just like constantly be reminding the team because the second you stop, they're going to stop, right? And then it's no big deal when you're constantly yeah. reminding them. It's just like part of the culture, right? It's a, it's a part of their expectation. But anyway, so back, back to our coach. So like week went by, I'm like, okay, now I've already reminded her multiple times and she's still not doing it, right? Um, there were there were some other stuff with the team that was getting missed. Like now all of a sudden, um, a couple of the other coaches start forgetting to send text messages, right? So are they forgetting or are they like, well, she's not doing it. I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing it. Right. So that's yeah. how this that's how these things work. That's how this happens. Yeah, it's a snowball right? effect. Um, let's see. So along with that, some sessions start getting missed like they're not checking out their clients so after they train their clients they go in to mind body to check them out right mm-hmm. say okay this client was here we trained them boom right so at the end of the day sessions aren't checked out like that start starts happening we have um <clears throat> these fancy lights in our gym like i come in a couple times and the lights are different colors instead of the blue and yellow that match our brand they're always there very small thing right um we have diffusers going in our gym Coach is responsible for setting those up. Make sure it smells nice in here when clients come in, right? Uh, some days they're running. Some days only one or two of them's running. Like little things, right? The team's just getting lazy. But those are red flags to me. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. Yeah, it could be at the end of the day, and just to preface everything that's happening, they seem, you know, each of those are kind of, if one of those things happen, you know, if, if one of those happened, it, it probably would go unnoticed by most of the clientele. But now you start to add a couple of those problems. Now the client experience that the brand, it, it, the, exactly, our clients are walking in and they're not getting what they're accustomed to because there's five different variables that are now happening as opposed to, you know, maybe the one that got missed once in a while or something like that. But, you know, it's starting to spill over and it's starting to become a bigger issue than just the one, you know, slip up once in a while or something like that. And 
that's that snowball effect. Now it's becoming a much bigger problem because it's going to it's going to start showing like the clients are going to start experiencing that, and it's going to leave a negative impact on the experience the clients are receiving. Hundred percent. We have to curb that stuff. You, yeah, you, that's where that's exactly like one miss, two misses, right? You know, okay, you got this coach has something going on. They forgot they were, they showed up a little bit, you know, instead of 15 minutes early, they were 10 minutes early and they prepped for the training session instead of turning a diffuser on, right? Like, okay, yeah. you probably made the right decision. Now make sure you show up now get back early to, it, yeah. to, to do it. And that's where the reminding comes in, right? Yep. But then all of a sudden it like gets to a certain point where you're like, okay, time for course correction. How do we handle that? So, <clears throat> Here's what I did, right? I, br- I brought the team in to a meeting and this was perfect because the one coach that like never misses any of the things that I asked him happened to be out of town. Now I would have had her be in the meeting, but the fact that she was gone, it was like, great. I've got all the rest of the coaches who are all missing little things. So time for a course correction, right? Sure. Perfect opportunity. So I bring them into our, our normal meeting format, which is always important, right? Like we just it's built into the system already to have weekly meetings and check-ins and it's built into our culture to always identify a problem or or thing that we need to improve upon an opportunity an opportunity right it's all we always discuss that mm-hmm. every meeting we have that built in already so it's not outside of the norm for us to say hey guys we got to like you know as a reminder you know, this is an important part of our client experience. Let's focus on this and make sure we're doing a really good job here this week, right? So I bring the team in. First thing I want to do is take responsibility, right? Take personal responsibility for everything that happens in your life. The world would be a much better oh, place man. if everybody did that, right? <laughs> yep. And I mean, to the extreme, Yep. to the extreme level, right? It's like, oh, there's nothing I can do about traffic. Well, you could have got up 30 minutes earlier and left 30 minutes earlier and not got stuck in traffic. That's taking the like the ownership and the responsibility on yourself. Um, You know, sitting next to an obese person on an airplane, it's not the airline's fault. It's not the obese person's fault. It's your fault that you couldn't afford to fly first class. (laughs) Like take, that's what I'm talking about here, right? Like that should be your leadership style. So I bring the team in and I say, hey guys, I want to have an honest discussion. You can speak freely, provide me with honest, open feedback, right? Do you appreciate the way that I manage you? And is there anything that you would like me to change about that? There you go. Okay. And and that that takes, it takes a gumption. You you have to have some, some, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but like you have to be vulnerable to take that feedback, to know that ultimately if there is something that you could change that would help them, you're willing to do that. I will do that first, right? Because I'll take responsibility and say, okay, the reason they're screwing up, they're being lazy is because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Sure. Okay. So they're like, no, we like your management style. We appreciate it. We know what the expectation is. I'm like, okay. So you would all agree that like you understand, you like the way that I manage you. I don't micromanage you. You know what's expected. So you all agree that or I said, I said, you, does anybody not know what's expected of them? Like the expectations that I've set, do you guys not know what's expected of you one, or are you not confident that you know how to fulfill on that? There you go. Right. So mm-hmm. these are self-directed questions towards me first. And they're like, no, I, I know what is expected of me. Right. I'm like, okay, I've got a problem. Right. So we're going to, we're going to talk about it right now. 
And so I just start calling them out on things that are getting missed. I was like, I want to take responsibility first. We've established that you guys appreciate the way I manage you and you know what's expected of you. You guys are professionals. Here's what's been going on. You are not texting your clients, even though you are without excuse, because every day there's a reminder that goes out that tells you, hey, text your clients, right? Um, you're not checking training sessions out. How do you do that every single day for a year and then forget, right? Like what happened there? You're not turning the lights on. You're getting sloppy. You're, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like you guys know what's expected of you. Take personal responsibility and fix those things right now. Yeah. Right. And they're all like, okay. Right. And no problem since. Now it'll happen again, right? Like we'll, we'll go six months, we'll go a year and those things will start to pop up and I'll remind them. And then we'll just kind of repeat this process. Um, but now it's like, everything's back on track. Client experience is what it's supposed to be. You know, the accountability is there for the clients, like all of those things. And you, and you've created again, like, I mean, we always use the word system, right? Like that is a system where it doesn't matter the problem that came up right and whether it be the lights a diffuser whether it be checking clients in or out any anything that is on their roles and responsibilities that can come up this is the process in order to address those and i think that just by creating that uniform like every time that that stuff starts to happen you know exactly what you as the manager director in this position has to do in order to right the ship you know what i mean it's not one-off stuff you're not going at at one individual personally and, you know, making them the example um, without, you know, first having that open dialogue and that conversation, first taking that ownership and responsibility yourself. And I think that that that's crucial. I mean, that's important because at the end of the day, the last thing any from a, an employee standpoint, nobody wants to be thrown under the bus. Nobody wants to be made the example without, uh, you know, the conversation. Anybody can take responsibility when it's done that way. Right. Well, you've already shown the vulnerability, already put yourself in a place to where it's almost like meeting them eye to eye. Right. Like, hey, if there's something I can do that can help you do your job better, please, let's have that conversation first. But if that's not the case, if it's literally just you're getting sloppy, you're forgetting. Well, then all of a sudden that's where that that ownership has to be passed down or, you know, across to them. And they have really, you've left them with almost no other opportunity. Exactly. I gave them no excuse not to take responsibility for it. Um, and, and we have, you know, like I told them in that meeting, guys, I, when some, when we hire a new coach, I make them a promise when I'm onboarding them as I, I say, Hey, every quarter we're going to do performance reviews. I am never going to come in here and just like, just destroy you yeah. in a performance review. They're designed to be developmental, yep. right? So we're not going to talk about any of the negative things in a performance review. We're going to talk about how you can get better, right? how you can get 1% better over this next quarter. So in in this meeting with the coaches, I was like, guys, it's time for me to do put together your performance reviews. I have promised each of you that I'm not going to like hammer you. Fix this now. Yep. Right? Fix this now so that you can get your bonus and that we can talk about like things that we can do to get better instead of fixing things that you already know you need to be doing. And I think like we know it, it come it came up recently in our iron circle is coaches usually their their pay isn't like directly impacted necessarily by performance of the gym as a as a business owner or if you're commission based or whatever it's like 
you start screwing up, you immediately feel the financial feedback from that. A lot of times coaches, it's like, oh, you lost five clients this month. It doesn't change. It doesn't change their, their pay. Right. At least not in our model where we're, we've got semi-private. So, um, and so there's the point is you're the one that's holding them accountable. Like I'm the one that has to hold the coaches accountable in that situation. Because if I don't, there's, there's really nothing that it's, it would be like having a widow maker heart attack that was unexpected. Right. It's like all the warning signs were there, but you didn't know it. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, it got it you. Shocking, right. Yeah. So like with the, your coaching staff, it'd be like, oh, well, we didn't correct any of these problems. And now I'm firing you because we don't have I'm laying you off because now financially we can't afford to keep you as a coach. Like, don't do that to your team. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like be a be a good leader and make sure they know what's expected of them. Remind them constantly course, correct them constantly. And then. And then they understand like, well, one, maybe even if they don't understand it, you've protected them from, from being like, Hey, your hours are cut. You got to go like whatever. Um, but, but just build it into your culture of like, Hey guys, we're, I'm just going to make sure you, you're always on track. Yeah. If you start to slip, we're going to correct it. And then having that built into your culture. Now you're not going to have a coach that like pouts and the clients feel it. Right. It doesn't bring down the morale or the energy of the gym. It's just like, Oh, yep. Okay. Like, you know, I know what's expected of me. I'm just going to go about my normal business and fix those couple things. Hey guys, as you know, at built to grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, semi private pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And you guys have, you know, like you, you mentioned and it, it's an, it is a pivotal aspect of, of the, the business that you guys run here. You have weekly team meetings. Everybody's involved. You know, it's a, it's a across the, the table conversation. Everybody's part of it. It's not just, you know, you're not just pulling somebody into the office and having that course correction with one individual, right? That I think is part of a system that's important, right? You're, it's constant. So it could be every week that you have to remind them on just certain aspects. We do. It's built in. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so from their end of the, the spectrum or their end of the, the conversation, it's not like they're just getting hit with something that, you know, came out of the blue. You know what I mean? It's almost like every week we can expect, okay, here, here's, here's all the things that we can work on and we can get better on and we, we can aim forward with. But at the same time, there's a, there's a small portion of the job that 
we do just have to remind them because certain things just just get overlooked over time and and to have it consistent where you, you almost even if it was every week you know what i mean you just had those certain things that you were observing and and could bring to the table i think it helps mitigate that like you said the highs and lows the peaks and valleys of of their emotional state of their energy level of the things they turn around and go back to the training floor. They're not doing it with like a ton of arrows in their back. They're like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's another meeting. And I know, okay, let me go put a little bit more time and attention on some of these things that were forgotten. But let's go right back to doing what we know we do. And it's like, um, you know, like the standard that you guys have, right? Yep. If that if they're not executing those, those items on the standard that every client can expect walking through the door, that's the roles and responsibilities of their job. And then they can under, then if it does continue down a path, they have no excuse but to take ownership and understand that I failed to do the tasks on my job. And ultimately, you know, that's, that's a repercussion of that. But the consistent fact that it's not like, I guess the reason I'm saying it is, you know, if you don't have consistent team meetings in your business, that's probably the first thing you, sh- you need to do is create a level playing field where every single week or maybe bi-weekly if you're just starting off or something like that, but have a, a place where you can have those consistent conversations, bring in both the opportunity for growth and, and new, you know, things, but also a, a place where you can systemize talking about the, the, the suck of it, right? Some of those things that just, guys, we got to remember this. We got to focus on this. We can't let this slip. And it doesn't, while it, it keeps that level of importance around it, it doesn't hit them in a way that it's like, oh my God, I, I, I suck at my job. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, hey, I got to do better. Yeah. If it's not built in to your structure, like the, the standard, right, is is probably 90% of the curriculum that we use in a team meeting. So it's like, you know, every week we'll pick out one item mm-hmm. off of the standard. You know, it's like, okay, leadership, Right okay, guys, this week, I really want you to focus on leadership. Here's where I think we can improve a little bit, right? And then the next week we go to, you know, hey, we want to start and end every session on time. Make sure you guys are doing that, right? Like be meticulous about it. And it's just a reminder. You just go through yeah. the curriculum and and we just recycle it all the, all the time. But that's built in. And and we we have our team meeting on Mondays. On Tuesdays, we do like a quick little 10 to 15 minute like upload um which is like a little micro meeting with the team and then we record a podcast Mm -hmm. on thursdays we do coach to coach with it where a coach is teaching the rest of the team or you know we talked about that in another episode where um if they want to change something about the programming or whatever they they do a little mini presentation bring it before like the tribunal and then we (laughs) and then we decide as a team like hey is that you know carry weight or not should we make that change or no that idea sucked you're voted (laughs) off the island yes (laughs) exactly and then and then fridays we do a team workout so it's like i'm in front of the team four days a week for at least an hour of uh, of time if that's not built in to our our schedule probably not being the leader that I need to be and the, I'm and not in front of the team. Cause the time's not on my calendar. Those things, aren't gonna, ha- those things aren't going to happen. No, you know what I mean? No. Like you don't have the opportunity or you, you know, as the manager director running around trying to find the time to have that conversation, those, you know, again, we're, every, every business is busy. You know, there's always something happening, but if you don't create the time to address those things, like much like everything else, I mean, we talk about forcing the calendar all of the time. 
you're going to be trying to put out those fires with whatever time is designated or, or left over, I should say, not designated, left over at the end of the day. And then that's when you're going to run into variable. And then again, it's not a system. So is that conversation with that coach the same way that you would address it with another coach or with the whole team? That's where variable comes into play. And I think that's where a lot of gym owners find that fear around having the, you know, the conversation around corrective action. Yeah, because it's it's they don't know how to systemize it or how to do it in a way that that doesn't necessarily I don't want to say put them at risk. But, you know, you do risk, you know, the how that coach is going to take it and what they're going to do with that information. Well, and so like if, you know, let's say I have that meeting and then the problem isn't solved, then I got to take it to the one on one level. Absolutely. But it's easier. It's easier to get the whole team when everybody kind of has room for improvement. Right. And say, hey, it's part of our culture. Like you know, everybody do better. Right. And it's global and nobody feels like, Oh, they're just picking on me. Now, now if it doesn't get fixed, right. Like you can give reminders to people individually. Right. But that's kind of the process. Be like reminder, 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 Hey team, we got to solve this problem. Yeah. Like you guys aren't performing in this area. If one of us isn't doing a good job at this, then it impacts the business negatively and you're hurting the whole entire team. Now there's accountability, not just to me, to the whole team. And then if they don't fix it now, we got a bigger problem and we got to go one-on-one and, you know, do the whole thing, which is, you don't want to, you don't want to go down that road. <laughs> yeah. So build it into your culture and have the, you know, like, so you don't ever have to get to that point. Cause once you go to that, that next escalation, that one-on-one level, now you guarantee that morale is going to come down. Performance on the training floor is going to come down. Your clients are going to start to see a difference. And you have to basically go through these legal steps, document everything to be able to get rid of that employee. Don't do that, right? Yeah. Like if avoid that at all costs because there is no good that comes out of that situation. Yeah, and so to Zach's point, right? Building a system, building the opportunity ahead of having to do those one-offs, right? Where you can have a, a team loaded conversation everybody kind of shares the burden because i mean even if you're, you're bringing that attention that maybe one individual is not bringing it you know executing those tasks you're doing it in a group environment where it's not focused on like you know you're not sitting here grilling one person it's it's a team like carrying it's like carrying the log you know what i everybody mean everybody can do better yeah right? exactly like this is something we need to focus on right now we as a team need to, to need need to address this this isn't happening let's go address this and you're you're it's almost like you know, not attacking that one individual, Correct. Even, you know what I mean? To, to single them out and make them feel any different. And the, the fact of the matter is if they're slipping in this realm, what says that this next coach isn't going to have the same issue or, you know, the same ability to forget that task there. It's couple, a teaching, it's it, a teaching opportunity to prevent it from spreading. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think, I think that's massively valuable. Obviously uh, that's what we wanted to share with you guys today is, is, create systems and we're going to pound this home. I mean, this is the the systems are the have is what have has created the success of this facility. And this is what we teach gym after gym after gym, whether it be our coaching program, we preach this with our iron circle every day. A lot of these conversations we, we, we know are happening in every, you know, all of the other gyms as well. And, you know, these are successful gyms. These are gyms that have, have it figured out that aren't struggling. They're not the newest ones out there. And if it's happening there, you can guarantee that, you know, if you're if you're not at that level of success, it's probably happening in your gym a little bit more. And so take what Zach said, build in an opportunity, build some structure around it. He gave you the format for how to go do those team meetings and how to bring that stuff to the team's table. 
correct those problems and and hopefully you know you mitigate a lot of that the, the real risks that happens when it comes to kind of singling somebody out and ruffling feathers the last thing you want i mean hell the worst case scenario is you have that one-off conversation they turn around and now they're sharing that with the clients oh i just got i just got blasted in our team meeting or i just got blasted you know zach was mad at me because i haven't been doing this and then like the last thing any client ever wants to hear is any of that stuff and i think this is a great way of mitigating that across the board I yeah just, if that know, ever happens you're, oh yeah now you're <laughs> you're moving down that path real fast yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add to the conversation there? That's it. That's All right. It. Well, as always, thank you for joining us for another Built to Grow episode. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.